Where does Arizona football's best players reside in the grand scheme of things in the Pac-12? We're going to discuss that and more here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Keeping it locked on, Wildcats, and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we have got a lot to get to this show. We always have a lot to get to this show, but here's what we're going to do. We are going to talk about Arizona football's best players, where they rank in the conference, where were they on an all-conference team, should they have been on a preseason all-conference team, and all of that fun stuff. So without further ado, let's get started. All right. First and foremost, all right, we're just going to go basically position by position. And well, I'm going to tell you if I think that Arizona's got a top five player in the conference at that position. So let's find out. All right. First and foremost, let's talk a little bit about Jaden Delora. Now, with Jaden Delora, we know a couple things. Um, as we've talked about, he's wildly inconsistent, but he also has a lot of. Uh, a lot of, let's just say, um, you know, some quirks right there. But there's also a lot to like. There's also a lot to like about him, though. First and foremost, though, he can make plays. He can get outside of the pocket, and when he gets outside of the pocket, he can make things happen. Um, and that's obviously a big part of the uh, a big part of the fascination with Jaden Delora. Now, again, as we've talked about a billion times, he 100 percent. Um. He 100% uh, is, um, you know, a little bit, a little bit hit or miss. But you can make the, uh, you can make the case, um, you can make the case that he is, uh, that he is top five play, or top five quarterback. And if he's not, he's right around there. Um, obviously, Caleb Williams, Michael Penix, Bo Nix. Um, and then after that, you know, it becomes interesting. You can make a case for some different guys, but he's probably Cam Ward. Um, but you could certainly make the case that Jaden Delora is that guy. I am going to say that he is the fifth best quarterback in the conference right there. There, I just said it. Now, the uh, first one um, that uh, the first one that uh, or the next one that we need to talk about then is at the running back spot. It's going to be interesting to see exactly what Arizona is able to do at the running back spot. And uh, the, I think the first and foremost is that Michael Wiley is very, very good. Um, but I think the one question that we do have about Michael Wiley, and I think it's a, uh, um, I think it's a very fair question is, is he going to get enough carries? Because again, Arizona has got a pretty, Arizona has got a pretty dynamic, a pretty dynamic, uh, I almost said backcourt right there, but a pretty dynamic running back situation with uh, obviously Jonah Coleman, with uh, Rayshon Speedy Luke, DJ Williams. There's a lot to like right there. So uh, you might not get a uh, top five performance out of Wiley, but I'm also not, uh, I'm also not totally certain though that, um, that Arizona can't get something like that though. I think that Wiley's going to go for about um, 800, um, 800 to let's just say 800 yard or 800 yards 
four or five touchdowns, something like that. That's exactly where I'm going. I'm going to go with that. Michael Wiley, I don't know that he's a top five back, um, but similar to Jaden Delora, I think that he is going to be somewhere in that um, eh, kind of that fringe five region, something to that effect. Paradone. Um, now, at the receivers, it gets fun. Let's talk about that. At the receivers, it gets fun. First of all, Jacob Cowling is a top five wide receiver in the conference. Don't care what you say. Don't care what you know. Don't care what they tell you. Jacob Cowling is that dude. Jacob Cowling is a top five wide receiver in the conference. Um, now, uh, I will say that uh, first, a uh, big part of big part of all of this is that. Uh, Cowing is obviously a top five wide receiver. We all know that. Um, but then after that, you also got another top five wide receiver in T-Mac. The last time you could probably say something like that is probably well over 10 to 15 years ago, something like that, where you got both those dudes in there. And um, that's kind of where it is. Uh, that's kind of where it is. Now, the next uh, T-Mac I think you could make the case that T-Mac this year, and again, could be wrong, could be wrong, but I think you can make the case this year that T-Mac could be the best wide receiver in the conference. Again, I get uh, that uh, Washington has Jalen McMillan. He's fantastic. With all due respect, all of those guys, Jalen McMillan, Roma Dunze, uh, Jacob Cowling. Heck, I even like Elijah Badger, even though he goes to ASU. Um, now, the uh, so there's kind of where we're at there with that, but again, Arizona's got two top five wide receivers in the conference. Now, you could have also made the case that maybe Arizona would have had a top five wide receiver or a top, three of the top five wide receivers if Dorian Singer had returned. But Dorian Singer left, we did not even want Dorian Singer. That's what Arizona fans do when we don't want, uh, when we don't want somebody or when somebody leaves. Here's what we do around here, and there's nothing wrong with it. Just say that you didn't want the guy to begin with. Um, now, just uh, just say that you didn't want the guys to begin with. Um, that's where Arizona. That's where Arizona fans make a killing, and we will continue to make a killing there. But Dorian Singer's good. I do think his numbers go down a lot, though, and I do believe that Montana Lamonius Craig will more than pick up for his numbers right there. As will Kevin Green Jr. Big fans of all of that going on right there. Now. Um, I, another big thing that we need to talk about then is at the, uh, is at the wide, excuse me, is at the tight end position. Um, the tight end position is obviously fascinating because Tanner McLaughlin, nobody ever saw Tanner McLaughlin uh, becoming what he is. Tanner McLaughlin is now an NFL player. Tanner, or an NFL type guy. NFL teams are looking at Tanner McLaughlin because of how well he's performed and he's been very good in the process. Tanner McLaughlin, leader of men's status right there. He is definitely a top five wide receiver in, or excuse me, tight end in the conference. And maybe you could even make the case top three. I think he's certainly in that Jalen Conyers type uh, realm right there. Um, and Kean Burnett. I don't know that Kean Burnett is going to. Um, I don't know that Kean Burnett is going to. Um, how do I put this? 
Um, he's not going to be a top five uh, tight end in the conference this year, but I do believe his potential is there to be a top five tight end. And I am bullish on Kean Burnett. I think sooner than later, he's going to be that dude. Big fan of Kean Burnett on this show, as we all should be right there. But I like, I like Kean Burnett. And I think he's going to do a great job. I just need him to stop uh, going so fast down the street with his birds in front of my house right there. We don't want him tipping over right there. We can't have that because he's good. Um, all right. Now, let's talk a little bit about LinkedIn. Then we're going to get to the offensive line. Thanks for – or excuse me. Well, first of all, LinkedIn.com backslash locked on college. Everybody knows somebody that got a job in LinkedIn. It is that simple. Link. In is that uh, simple. Everybody knows that uh, you get a job there or that you can get a job there or you can hire somebody. That is how good LinkedIn is. LinkedIn is fantastic. I have a boss that stalks me still that I did not, we did not get along on much of anything. And my LinkedIn to my detriment has not been updated in the past 10 years. This guy still goes on there looking for information about me. That's how important LinkedIn is, is right there. Check it out, LinkedIn. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with you. We're going to talk about the offensive line now and the defense a little bit. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats, and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. And we've got, uh, we're now, we've talked about Arizona players that are in the top five in their position, or in the top five in their position in the conference. We went through Jane Delora fringe right there. Michael Wiley fringe, certainly uh, T-Mac, Jacob Cowing, both top five, obviously Tanner McLaughlin, definitely top five. Now let's get to the offensive line here a little bit. Jordan Morgan. There's not a better returning lineman in the conference than Jordan Morgan. Jordan Morgan is fantastic. Um, uh, not only is Jordan Morgan good, um, he decided to come back, back in the A, local kid, Marana kid. And you got to remember that he was kind of a first, he was viewed as a first round pick uh, before all of the, before his injury, uh, before he got injured at the end of the year. Now I've seen him in the, I've seen him working out. And not only have I seen him working out, he looks good while he's doing it as well. Um, if he comes back in shape, if he comes back to where Arizona had him, then he's probably going to be a first-round pick. Not very often that you can say that from an Arizona perspective that we got a guy returning who's a first-round pick. Jordan Morgan absolutely is one of the five best linemen in this conference. And again, like Shear said a while back, this is a loaded conference right here when it comes to linemen. And so it's not like we're just willy-nilly throwing all of that around right there. Then at the other spot, we've also got um, – uh, let's see here. Then at the other spot, we've also got um, Jonah Savanea. Big Jonah is the best NFL lineman in the conference. Uh, I will say the best NFL prospect lineman in the conference. Um, he might not have the accolades yet, but he will be the highest pick. You look at him, scouts come in and they're amazed by him immediately. Again, Arizona generally does not get players that look like that. Jonas Savanea is a big time guy that should be a Georgia or Alabama, not Arizona, but we will gladly take him here. We will gladly have him backing the A. All right, now let's uh, let's talk a little bit about um, some of the guys that could maybe, uh, maybe st stand out there a little bit. 
the first um, the first uh, thing that I think we need to talk about then is who could possibly be uh, who could possibly um, who could possibly be that guy that uh, could really kind of uh, break out this year? Wendell Moe, perhaps. I'm a big fan of Wendell Moe. I like Wendell Moe a great deal. Um, again, got to give Lamont Lovett a lot of credit on this one. Lamont said from day one, Mike, this Wendell Moe kid, this is a good player right here. Arizona really hit the ball out of the park by getting Wendell Moe. And Lamont Lovett is smart. Lamont Lovett is smarter than me, and he was right. I'm curious to see now exactly what happens with uh, Wendell Moe. But could he emerge as that player? Who knows? I think that we would like to see that. And uh, I certainly would like to see that as well. Now, a couple other things that we need to uh, talk about. This. So those are basically the guys right there on the offensive side of the ball um, from a from just from a, uh, um, you know, from just from an offensive perspective. You've got obviously you've got uh, uh, Jaden Delora. Then you've got. Uh, you got Jane Delora, then you got Michael Wiley, both fringe guys. Then at the receiver position, you got T Mac, you got Jacob Cowing, you got some. Uh, then at Tanner McLaughlin, Jonas Savanea, Jordan Morgan. That's a pretty loaded offense right there, if I do say so myself. There's a lot to like right there about that offense. Um, now, a couple other things to uh, also keep in mind right here um, is uh, the defensive side of the ball. Because that is obviously a big part of all of this. Um, now, let's just start, I guess, on the defensive line. Do you see anybody in the conference that is a top five D-line player at their position? Um, no, I don't. Um, but there are some guys that have some potential. Um, uh, first of all... Um, I would say that uh, Tyler Manoa is a player that's got some real potential right there. Keep in mind, some of these players we're going to be talking about are ex four star kids, so that's certainly something to keep in mind right there. I mean, a lot these aren't the these aren't the Kevin Sumlin types. Um, uh, these aren't the Kevin Sumlin types uh, that um, you know didn't really have any other offers or the Rich Rod guys who were talented but they were built like me. None of that. We don't go for that anymore. Um, so that's kind of where we're at. Um, but Tyler Manoa, I think, could be that guy. Down the line, I do believe that Deuce Davis, Russell Deuce Davis, our guy, could be that. I think it's real, probably about a year away. But I also am going to uh, I'm also going to say, though, that he's got that potential. I think he could be a six to eight sack guy this year. And then after that, um, I think uh, after that, uh, Maybe could be all conference after that. He's just got to be able to put on some weight. Um, and if he can put on some weight, I think he could be there. But again, I don't see any player on the Arizona's down line being an, a top five player at their position or all conference. But I would love to be wrong. Um, so that's that. Now let's talk linebacker then. Just all right. Here's where it gets fascinating for Arizona fans. One of these linebackers needs to be all conference. One of these linebackers needs to be in the top five in their position in the conference. We have laid down the gauntlet. Vance Luke has entered the room and he has said, Michael, Michael, do as you're told right there. That's what I'm going to do. And I am going to predict that Justin Flo makes all conference this year. Um, I think that he just needed to flow to a different part of the United States, Tucson, 
and I think that you're going to see what he can really do. And it wouldn't, uh, um, we wouldn't really talk. Or then after that, uh, we uh, after that, I think we would probably look at it and say that uh, Jacob Manu, Jacob Manu, put up all conference stat numbers last year. Um, but you know, obviously, and was freshman All American. But at the same time. Um, He wasn't uh, really put in that. Uh, he wasn't really put in that spot. Brad Alice always makes the point. I think it's a great point that he probably needs to get a lot of those tackles closer to the line of scrimmage. If he gets those tackles closer to the line of scrimmage, I think this all takes care of itself. But Jacob Manu, another player that I think has all conference potential. You know what? I am going to say that those are two of the five best inside linebackers in the conference. There, I just said it. Well, Jacob Manu, as far as inside. So after that. Who could be a surprise? Now, I think you're going to see a lot of Leviticus Sewell. And that's a good thing. We like Leviticus Sewell. Anytime you get a four-star kid out of modern day, that is obviously a very good thing. Um, so that's uh, the linebacking core, though, for Arizona. Um, the linebacking core for Arizona is loaded. So... That's kind of a, that's a good little spot right there. All right, we're going to take a quick little break, come back, talk about the DBs and the special teams. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats uh, your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now. Let's talk a little bit about the defensive backs. Uh, let's, and let's talk a little bit about the defensive backs here. Um, so first and foremost, Ephesians Prysock. I believe that Ephesians Prysock is going to, uh, I believe that Ephesians Prysock is going to take that next step this year. Um, and I think that there's every reason to believe that he will. Because, again, you watch Ephesians Prysock. First of all, he's got a holy name to go with a holy game. Um, but uh, he's big. He's long. He's athletic. He's fluid. There's a reason that Arizona let go of Christian Roland Wallace without much of a uh, without much of a resistance. Because I think Ephesians Prysock is that uh, basically that dude. I think he's going to be that guy. I think he's got that potential. Now, again, none of, nobody in this, nobody in the defensive backfield is going to be a top five player, but there are there are some there is some potential right there. Um, so, you know, so we'll find out we'll find out what that is. After that, it's a lot of question marks. Obviously, even though Ephesians Brysock is a question mark, you've got excuse me, you've got uh, Charles Yates showed a lot of potential, obviously Genesis Smith coming in from uh, Chandler. Gunnar Maldonado is back. Gunnar Maldonado was much better at the end of the year. I still would not view him as an all conference player by any means. Um, but um, I do think that, uh, I do think that uh, there are some, uh, there is some strategic potential right there. Now, the other things, um, so as far as those DBs, all right, now as a kick returner, I would love to see our guy, Rayshon Speedy Luke, take over that job and not only take over that job, run away with that job. Speedy Luke is our guy. Speedy Luke is, besides having a great last name, his surname is fantastic. Um, he's the one player on the team that I think can break some runs, that can get into the open field, make people miss. Would love to see that. Um, now. As far as kickers go, Kyle Ostendorp, 
Well, there isn't a better punter in the Pac-12 than Kyle Ostendorp. Kyle Ostendorp, we will ride with. Kyle Ostendorp, I believe, is the best kicker of the conference. Certainly, certainly top five in his position. Then after that, Tyler Loop, probably not a top five kicker in the conference, but he's reliable. In this day and age, with all the nonsense that Arizona fans have seen over the years, we want reliable. If we can get somebody that's reliable, we'll deal with all of the rest. Just don't on an extra point kick the ball into the butt of your lineman. We can't have any more of that. Um, you're going to miss something from 50 yards, so be it. I'm fine with that. All right, but we did this just to show you that Arizona's got a lot more uh, talent than they've had in recent years, and I think that's a big reason for some of the uh, for some of the excitement that is uh, brimming Arizona Wildcats fans' way. All right, going to sign off here, but as always, you have a great rest of your Wednesday. I'm your host, Mike Luke. Back the A. We will be back with you. And as always, have a great rest of your day. And thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day.